Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, September 30th at 9 a.m. Eastern, so let's get after it. As we finish the third quarter, I can't help but think it feels very similar to last year in many ways. The S&P 500 is trading right where it was a year ago and near its all-time high, while growth stocks are still the most crowded part of the equity manager's portfolio. But there are important differences, too. Cyclical stocks have completely fallen out of bed and trade 20% lower than last September, while defensive stocks are 20% higher. Meanwhile, long-duration U.S. Treasuries have been the best investment by far over this period, with yields 50% lower. To put this into context, over the past 50 years, such a dramatic move in yields over the prior 12 months has only happened twice, during the Great Financial Crisis of 2008 and the European Sovereign Debt Crisis of 2011 and 12. In short, both stock and bond markets seem to be worried about the future, with most people talking about the rising risk of recession in the U.S. This is very different than a year ago. Given that this defensive leadership in financial markets has been going on for over a year, a lot of bad news has been priced, with the exception of one area, expensive growth stocks. Since July, growth stocks have underperformed, and we think that will continue into the fall given how expensive and crowded they still are. Although we don't think the correction in growth stocks will be nearly as bad as last fall, we continue to recommend clients hold less than normal allocations to these growth stocks until they come back to earth on valuations. In addition to the growing concerns about a U.S. recession, one more thing has changed from last year that could also weigh on expensive growth stocks. Numerous companies have come public this year and have not traded well. This is never a good sign and typically marks the end of speculative behavior. In my view, this change in investor behavior may also mark the end of the frenzy for unicorn private companies that have great growth potential but are currently unprofitable and burn a large amount of cash every year requiring ongoing financing from frothy equity and debt markets. It's been one heck of a run, but paying extraordinary valuations for anything is a bad idea, particularly for businesses that may never generate a positive stream of cash flows. If you ask me, that's just common sense, and it's a good thing if markets go back to a more disciplined mindset. The problem is that some stocks in the public market still need to fall back to earth, and they reside in that growth category. The good news is that this adjustment is already underway and may not have that much further to go. Our recommendation is to keep your allocations to these types of investments lower than normal and consider that these stocks may not come roaring back the way they did earlier this year if the newfound market discipline is here to stay. While I think an opportunity is coming to buy the beaten-up cyclicals, I think it's premature and continue to recommend a more defensive orientation to equity portfolios for now. Thanks for listening, and tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for our latest thoughts on the market. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.